Weekend Podcast with your boy Jerry G. I am back. It is Tuesday, May 31st, doggy dog. And I hope uh, you guys all had a great Memorial Day weekend. It looks like this is episode number 99, fool. That's right. 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. I would disagree with that. I, I That partly means that I have a 100 problems. Exactly, yes. Uh Baby's mama's giving me shit right now. Uh, no, cierto. She's actually in Europe right now. Ay, ay, ay. She's in Europe. She's in Italy. She went to some destination wedding. She got invited to. Pinche living her best life over here. Get in Rome. I'm like, pinche paisa. Relax, Rome. You don't need like Olive Garden, fool. Get that out of here. Um, yeah, so I got the kids for like a whole week, fool. Trying to keep these fools busy. Starting Sunday. I, I came back Sunday. I was in um, Fresno at the Tower Theater. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And then we and then I was in uh, Merced, California. Uh, it, it was a Trevino's restaurant and uh, had a blast, man. Everybody came out. Thank you so much. Dealing with Raul Reyes all weekend. Yeesh, this guy, no se calla, wey. But, you know, I'm not going to get into that. We've cleared that up. I hope you guys listen to the American Wannabes podcast. He was actually a guest host on that episode. Uh, yeah, it was one of those things where the the stars aligned for him. Jesus was out of town. Christian was busy. And I was stuck with Fernie, El Chaton, and Raul Reyes. So, uh I hope you guys heard that episode, The Replacements. And uh, we got to clear the air on some stuff. But Raul was like, I'm tired of you guys talking shit that I'm dumb and this and that. Let's take an IQ test. It was his idea. I want to take an IQ test. And I'm like, no way. I'm not, fool. Like, I'm like, I want to take an IQ test. I go, I want you and Jesus to go at it, fool. But not me, dog. And he convinced me to do it. I whooped his ass, fool. I whooped his ass. Seven to two, dog. Seven to two on the IQ test, dog. So check it out yourselves. Listen to that podcast episode. Um, Yeah, we. El compita, we. And anyways, uh, yeah, episode number 99, fool. That's where we at. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. So I was there Friday and Saturday out there in the Central Valley of California. And uh, Fresno... Tower Theater, for those of y'all who came out, thank you so much. We had some folks come out, had a good time. Um, yeah, we actually ended up moving the, the the shows to a smaller venue and shit because of sales weren't that great, but that wasn't entirely our fault. There were some miscommunications with the promoting and the venues and a double booking and all kinds of bullshit that went down. I'm just happy that we had the show, man, and we had a good time. People came out, had a fucking blast. And we made the best of it, fool, for sure. And then Fred, and then Merced was like almost like a private show. It was a show thrown by a, a, a restaurant, and they wanted to do something for their clients and shit, for their customers, uh, customer appreciation stuff. So they just told me, that, "Hey, man, I, I'm gonna fill it up, dog. You just come. I'll pay you what you want to get paid, fool. And let's have a blast, fool. And we did. We did exactly that, fool. We had a great, great time out there, fool. So, um, all in all, it was a good weekend, fool. I can't complain, dog. Cannot complain. Came back Sunday, picked up the kids, went to go see uh, Pinche, El Pinche, Top Gun way. Here's the thing about Top Gun, fool. A lot, so much about this fucking movie. First of all, it was great, right? It was really good. It's getting good fucking uh, ratings, right? Uh, it's getting good reviews, great reviews. 
And I will agree. I had a good time. Had a good time. I know it was a good movie because I was tired as fuck. I had driven five hours from Merced, California, north. That's like near Sacramento. Drove down all the way down to L.A. It took us about five hours. He left L.A. at 10, got home at 3. All right? 3.30, in fact. Uh, I was tired of shit. Picked up the kids. I'm like, yo, what's up? Let's have some dinner. I picked them up at 5. And I'm like, yo, let's get some dinner. You know, this and that. And they're like, what do you guys want to do? They're like, when I watch Top Gun. When I watch Top Gun. I'm like, fuck it. I'm down. And uh, which I was down to watch it. And it was good, fool. It was good. Here's the thing. I don't remember Top Gun, the original, fool. I, I saw it when I was like in fifth grade, dog. Probably like fifth grade, fool. Uh, I remember like I didn't have a great time. Like it was like whatever to me. Okay. Uh. So maybe I didn't get it or whatever the fuck, but I didn't, I just, whatever, dude, it's just a movie that I saw, I don't care much for. So, but I am a Tom Cruise fan, fool. I am so fascinated with this fucking man. Obviously, he's very handsome, right? One of the most handsome men, but I just, I'm just so infatuated with how this man has been able to sustain his career, dog. And... Obviously, he's a weirdo, right? He has to be a freaking weirdo, dog. But he has, like, dedicated his life to acting, bro, to filmmaking, right? And it's just unbelievable. He's, he's going to be 60 years old next year, bro. This guy was born in 1963, dog. All right? He's going to be 60 years. He's 59, fool. Dude, if you see Top Gun, dog, the new one for just please look at just watch Tom Cruise and tell me where do you see a 60 year old man there for where for yes he looks older yes he looks a little of course but I'm not 60 for not 60 dog. he looks like 45 to 50. I'm just like I, I know it's money I know it's fucking can't can't make up I get it, fools, makeup, money, but it's just like you forget that this man is 60 years old, fool. And it's just like, dog, how can you, like, wow, it's amazing, fool. Just amazing, fool. Like, he still, like, does, like, stunts and does everything. And he's only, like, five feet five, fool. Like, this guy lives his life that we can all just wish we had he he lives a life that every man wished he had, fool. Basically, dog. Sleeping with the hottest women in the world, you know, being fucking being in every hot movie, like being recognizable everywhere he goes. Filthy rich, filthy talented, dog. Like there's nothing like what dude, what life would you want, fool, besides a Tom Cruise life, dog? With all that said, I'm sure he's got some weird ass shit, weird stuff going on. You know, with Scientology stuff and all this other stuff that, of course, is fucking weird. But he's definitely part of the Illuminati if there is one, fool. For sure. And I'm just so, like, impressed by this guy. Dog. Like, there's a Mission Impossible trailer before the movie. Like, like, fucking looks amazing. Which I've never seen that any Mission Impossible movies ever. Not one. I'm never. That's not my thing. I don't like 007 movies. I don't like those kind of movies, dog. I don't like Jason Bourne movies. No me, no me, no me traen, wey. Those movies, I don't like it. They're all in the same way, fool. It's all just about like, action, explosions, and it's just like, 
dumb, fool, to me, right? But the last few Mission Impossibles, they've been saying great things about him. And they're like, they just, they're just getting better and better. And it's all thanks to that man, dude. It's all thanks to Tom Cruise. He's a very underrated actor, bro. Like, he's an underrated actor. He's really a good actor, but people don't take him serious when it comes to actual Oscar-winning performances, right? Because he does so many action movies and so many other, like, weird movies that people don't take him, like, Tom Hanks serious. They just take him as Tom Cruise, dog. He's just a pretty boy who gets his work, who gets a job done, fool, and just, just, like, he's amazing in whatever he does, fool. And he's just fun to look at kind of thing like a male bimbo dog so people don't take him serious when it comes to awards but this guy was great fool like jerry Maguire, fool like dude and jerry Maguire, dog cuba gooding jr wins the oscar fool and not tom cruise like how that is fucked up bro that is fucked up cuba gooding jr was whatever bro like he wasn't even that great fool his part wasn't even that large for supporting actor it was a dumb role, a silly role. It was whatever. It was nothing crazy, fool. Nothing Oscar-worthy, fool. Not that way. If anything, Jerry Maguire was, dog. Like, Tom Cruise killed that shit, dog. Fucking killed that role, bro. Come on. If you see that movie, you know what I'm talking about, dog. That fool got robbed. And they gave it to Cuba Gooding Jr., dog? Cuba, good mind. That's bullshit, dog. Bullshit, fool. Anyways, uh, yeah, dog. And everything Tom Cruise does is great. And, I, and again, with all this said, I'm not even a big Tom Cruise fan. Like, I don't run out to go see Tom Cruise movies. Like I said, I've never seen a Mission Impossible movie ever. I didn't even see that other movie that he got, that he killed it on, like Jack Ryan or some shit. I never saw any of those movies either, fool. Because uh, that's not my type, but I just know whatever he does, whatever he touches is great, fool. And another Top Gun. Like, I wasn't going to see Top Gun until I started hearing all these people say how great it was. And then my kids wanted to see it. I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. And I'm glad I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Really good movie. I just feel like he has his hands on all that, fool. Like, he has his hands on the, like, he doesn't do the writing, but he, like, he's overseeing it. Like, he's approving shit. And... I think he touches everything that it's like the directors, the producers, the writers, and he's just a part of all that shit. And it's just so impressive, fool. The man is very impressive, dog. Uh, a man I would love to be one day and meet one day. Um, yeah, fool. I don't know. I don't know why I got in this Tom Cruise rant, fool. But Tom Cruise is the shit. He's fucking dope. If you haven't seen Top Gun, do it. Um, I mean, that was 60 years. I just It's just unbelievable to me, dog. How he's 60 years old, fool. Crazy shit, dog. Give me a second here. That's right. I'm excited. We got a new podcast. Tragos Amargos podcast dropping this month. That's right. A musical review. Bernie Rodriguez and myself will take a deep dive into some of our favorite artists from La Musica Mexicana Regional. That's right. We're starting with the GOATs from Musica Ranchera, Grupera, Norteña, Banda, Corrido, Solistas, Baladas, bro. We're dropping it off. We're going to take 
a deep look into all these artists. We're going to have some fun. We're going to goof around. We're going to talk some shit. We're going to give them their props. It's going to be a great time. Come join us. Join us now. You can subscribe now on Tragos Amargos Podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it'll also be on my YouTube channel, Comedian Jerry G. See you guys there. Late. All right, that's enough Tom Cruise dick riding, bro. Let's move on. Let's let's transition. Memorial Day weekend. I hope you guys had a great Memorial Day. Uh, yeah. So I was, you know, I was in Merced and I saw a World uh, War II veteran, bro. So let me see here. World War II. When was World War? I was. When I'm trying to say, I was surprised to see one. I thought they were all gone. World War. Two dates. September 1st, 1939 to September 2nd, 1945. All right. So let's say you were there in 1945 and you were like, let's say you were, let's say 20 years for the simple math. That means you were born in 1925. Let's say you were 18, the young buck just stepping in on the last day. Of the World War II. So now you're 18. So that means it's 1920. You were born in 1927. That makes you 95 years old. All right. All right. I guess. That's if you're there on in 1945 in September. But all right. I just no, I just thought they were all like passed away already. You know, Vietnam World War II veterans, but there's a few left. Vietnam, okay, how many? Okay, Vietnam. Let's see, Vietnam War dates. Vietnam War dates, nineteen fifty five to nineteen seventy five. Yeah, see, nineteen seventy five. So let's say you were there in the seventies. Let's say you were there in nineteen seventy, and you were twenty years old. That means you were born in nineteen fifty. That puts you at 72 years old. Yeah, my parents. My parents are 70 in the early 70s. So, yeah, Vietnam. My parents were around in the Vietnam War, I guess. Huh. So, yeah, there should be Vietnam War survivors. After that, I don't know what's next. Que sigue después? Korean War. Korean War was 1950. To 1953. Oh, no, that was before. All right, so there shouldn't be that many. Um, all right, all right. Cold War, but that wasn't actually a war, right? That was just like fools were like giving each other the cold shoulder. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, but happy Memorial Day weekend, man. Uh, obviously, we had a really tough one, tough week last week. Uh, that, you know, tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, man. Uh, yeah, I actually wanted to say, I want to tell you guys, clarify that, you know, when my episode dropped last week, that was before the tragedy. Uh, I actually recorded that early Tuesday morning and it didn't drop till like Thursday. I think, uh, my producer Ruben, uh, was unable to down, to upload it on Wednesday. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't want anybody thinking that when I dropped that shit that week, that episode, that. The Ovalde episode, a massacre had happened and I didn't touch on it. But nah, dude, uh, it wasn't like that. In fact, I was very, dude, I was all aguitado from that, bro, right? I was, damn, that thing ruined my next few days, fool. Like, that's all I could think about. 
And, you know, as a parent, like, oof, right? Ah, I was so angry, especially because the motherfucker was Latino, bro. That's the first thing I always ask. Please don't be Latino. Please don't be Latino. And Theo's Latino, dog. Hijo su pinche madre, wey. It really makes it look bad, especially being a border town, too. Oh, we have enough issues, dog. We don't need to go goddamn cycles, dog. Goddamn, dude. But, um, yeah, man. I just, I don't want to touch on it too much, guys. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was tough one. That was a tough one to get through. It really, you know, ruined the rest of the week for, you know, obviously everybody as far as like it just i don't know i just had like a deep like sentiment all week long and it was not got on to get past that phone i felt bad posting you know like i have to post the fresno shows i had coming up that friday i had to keep promoting and it's tough man that's tough that's 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 a tough part and like i've said many times though like I don't, that's why I don't get involved a lot with the politics and with all this other stuff that's going on with the ML with the MLK with the uh, Black Lives Matter and all these other immigration stuff. Like, I, first of all, yo no sé mucho de esas cosas, guys. You know, I'm not this guy, this deep reader, thinker. You know, I'm, I, you know, I just I worry about what I know and what I can take care of, what I can handle. You know, and. Uh, I'm not this guy that I'm going to put my two cents in on every fucking issue that pops up, fool, because la neta no se, we, you know? I just go off what the media says, what the social media says, and that's not good. That's not good. That's not good information, fool. Um, but it was an ugly, unfortunate issue, fool. Hey, fuck these putos. Fuck that puto. And oh, my God. All right. Anyways. Uh, other than that, fool, we're hitting into episode number 100 next week. Yo, uh, I don't have any plans for it. I, it just crept up on me, fool. I didn't realize it was episode 99. And now into going into the hundreds. All I can tell you guys is I'm going to keep pushing these out, man. I'm having a blast. Like I tell you guys every week. And motherfuckers are listening, dude. And I, that's all I can appreciate, man. I'm trying to see if I can find any questions or anything or comments. Uh, sometimes I save them. Sometimes I don't. Um... Let me see here. La neta, no, way. La neta, I haven't put anything for I remember. I'm, again, last week kind of threw me off. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, The with the women comedians last week, uh, so I got a little shit for uh, calling them girls. It's just how I talk. And I did catch myself saying girl a little too much. Women, ladies. Uh, and then I give myself some homework. I should be like, I should come back next week and give a list of all the funny ladies that I know. And I didn't do my homework, dog. So I can't think of any more right now off the top of my head. But uh, I was with Luz Pasos this weekend. And let me tell you, she killed it, fool. She was actually tough to follow, bro. She brought that house down, especially in Merced. They loved her. And I had to follow that. Uh, she's a very funny lady, man. Very funny lady. Uh, Melissa Villasenor from SNL, I guess, right? Angela Johnson's not her famous one. I haven't seen any of her latest, uh, stuff, to be honest with you. That's the thing, man. I don't see a lot of girl comics, dog. I don't, uh, I don't avoid them. I just don't, you know? I don't watch stand-up comedy specials, period, at all, guys. I only watch those of who I know personally, like friends of mine. I want to see them. You know, uh, support them and and give them feedback on it. 
people like Jesus Trejo, Jesus Sopower is dropping his soon. Obviously, Nick Guerra, Orlando Leyva, like all these guys who are at the HBO, El Pinche Alfred Robles way. Like all these fools that I know that uh, Abby Sanchez, uh, all these fools that I know that got little, like their specials. Of course, I'm going to watch them, fool. I want to check them out. And anybody, of course, that I'm a big fan of, of course, dog, I'm going to, you know, the, the John Mulaney's, the Sebastian Maniscalcos, the Bill Burrs of the world, you know. Uh, of course, I'm going to watch those, fool. Uh, but as far as just like random watch uh, stand-up special, I don't, man. I Like Ali Wong and... I don't watch them, dude. All these like hipster dudes that come out on Netflix. I don't know a lot of these guys. I don't know. Like I see these. I've seen these guys in person, around in the clubs, but they're not my homies. We're not close. Dog. Like it's not like that, guys. You know, it's just like you. I go. I do my. Especially being a Latino fool. Like we don't get to accept. We don't get accepted too easily, guys. We don't. And it sucks, fool. Like. We go to these comedy clubs in Hollywood and uh, Sunset Boulevards and the Melroses and and we go in there, we do our thing, at least me, at least for me. I go in there, I do my thing, I do, you know, usually I do pretty well, very well. Uh, you know, say what's up to a few people, you know, network a little bit, talk whoever talk to whoever talks to me, but I'm not going out there going like, hey, what's up? I'm Jerry Garcia. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Jerry. Hey, what's up, dude? What's your name? I'm Jerry. I'm not guy, I'm not that guy, dog. And they're not very invited because they're not very inviting people. You know, they're, a lot of these are very clicked up. Like any profession, guys, like any job, any profession, people, be, you know, they become clicky and homies and friends and, 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 and they got their inner circles. And, you know, I got mine. I got mine. Christian, Jesus, you know, Angel Hernandez now has just joined us. Uh, Raul Reyes, of course. Like, I got my people who I feel comfortable with, you know. And when an outsider comes in, I'm just like, you know, not that I'm not very inviting. I just got to be like, oh, who the fuck is this guy kind of shit. Uh, my personality does attract more people, though. Uh, uh, Latinos from Latinos. Latino comics are always many Latinos come and go out of their way to come talk to me and want to talk to me. And I'm very open to all that. I'm very cool, especially in Texas and on the road. A lot of these Latino comics like to pick my brain about what Cali and L.A. is like. I'm all for that, of course. But it's not like that here in Hollywood. And all these Hollywood, they're all fucking posers. Everybody's trying to be a poser. Everybody thinks they're better than everybody. And it's very tiring. Uh, it's very uh, sickening, you know, upsetting, uh, you know. And it sucks, fool, because uh, especially Latinos, is like, like, very, like women comics, you know, we have to try harder, fool. Like one thing we talk about is Latino comics when we go to Hollywood, we can't afford to bomb. We can't afford to not do good. We get one bad set. That's it. You're done, fool. You're done. Like they don't call you back. But all these white comics up going up to the comedy store and laugh factory just eating dicks, bombing, saying weird stuff. And they come back the next week and get booked again. Why? Because they're white, fool. Like, it's weird like that, fool. It's crazy. But we watch them, and they're like, damn, that guy's fucking sucking. He's getting no laughs. It's getting awkward. But he's, quote, unquote, working out material. He's working out a joke, right? Like, who the fuck is this guy, dog? Like, he's not even known. Like, but yet, he'll be back next week again. Like, what? But if I go to a show in Hollywood, and I don't do good, fool... They're not calling me again for another year at least, fool. 
That's how that works, dog. That's why I got to fucking bring it every time at those places. And I'm throwing out all my greatest hits at them sometimes because I just have to survive sometimes, dog. And I'll throw out a joke and a, a new joke and it doesn't do good. That's my ass, fool. That's my ass. So, yeah, it's weird like that, man. And that's how that works out there. It's a, it's a crazy game, fool. It's a crazy, crazy game. Um, but I'm in love with it. It's like being in love with this toxica, way. Like, I'm just, I love it. I can't let go. Um, it's part of the game. It's part of the grind. And I get it. It's fun. Um, and it's that's what makes me respect the comedy game, fool. Because it's not easy. It's not easy to make it. It's not easy to accomplish. And I see so many motherfuckers try and fail. Try and fail. Like all these fools around me not doing comedy anymore. Phasing out. Quitting. Giving up. So many of them, fool. And for me to still be in this after 12 years and pretty, be pretty successful at it so far. Being able to pay my bills and my rent and my child support and put food in my kid's mouth with this fool it's pretty freaking gnarly bro so but it's also very stressful it's intense guys like right now i'm worried about my july calendar is not filled up so i'm like whoa what's going on why is july not filled up and it's only like two months away and that's where we're at right now fooling uh, i send out emails to comedy clubs that i do not hear back from right and that sucks. That fucks your ego up, bro. You know, that hurts. Especially a place you really want to perform at. Uh, like, I'm trying to get into Denver. It's hard. I'm, I'm not hearing back from Denver. So I have to do other runs around Denver. I have to do other cities in that area, but not the comedy club because I'm not hearing back from them, fool. Like, I'm trying to do Seattle. Not that way. Like, they don't get back to me. Portland, they don't get back to me. Like, so, like, it's, it, dude, and I'm out there shooting my shot, fool, como dicen, way. Pero, and I'm trying, fool, like, I'm trying to, the only thing I could suggest you can help with is if you live in those areas and you haven't seen me in a while or want to see me, like, hit up the local comedy club and tell them Jerry Garcia, you know, when are you going to bring out Jerry Garcia? At the very least, it plants a seed in people's heads, and if it gets to the right place or the right person, They'll look me up and they'll see what the hell I'm up to and they'll contact me. And, you know, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure that's how it happens, dog. I think it happens like that with El Paso. Uh, enough people start bugging uh, the owner out there, Bart Reed, f about me. And that's when he decides to hit me up, fool. Because if not, I don't, I don't hear from him, dog. And until people, like, people tell me, like, yo, man, I've been going to the comic club and I asked him when you're going to come out and this and that, when you're going to be back and... It, at very least, at least he's a. It's, but it works with him because he's a very hands-on owner. He's he's an owner and the booker. Obviously, a lot of these comedy clubs don't work that way. So many middle management people there that you gotta get through, and it's a tough thing. But other than that, uh, that's all I can ask for is that just let motherfuckers know, just let motherfuckers know, fool. Um, and hopefully, uh, we get a callback sooner or later, right? All right, let's take a quick break. We'll wrap it up with a few more things in my mind, and uh, we'll see what's up. Like California Sun Insurance, doc. That's where I get my car insurance, bro. And let me tell you, doc, I'm going to be aqui legit way. No one should be insuring me, fool. Not only should I, do I have a DUI, but I have the worst driving record 
ever, fool. I've got a ticket for everything you can ever think about, dog. I shouldn't be on the road, fool. But California Sun Insurance hooked it up. And not only did they hook it up, bro, I'm paying less insurance money than I ever paid before, dog. Let me tell you, fool, I've tried them all. I went to a insurance dog first of all fool she couldn't hook it up and she doesn't even look like that bro photoshop much let me tell you dog but california sun insurance is the real deal they hook you up with insurance for your rv for your boat for your motorcycle they'll even help you out with your auto registration compa 3638 east florence avenue huntington park california 90255 3235539009 california sun insurance tell them jerry g sent you all right, Edible Arrangements in East LA, grand opening April 2022. Si la toxica, mandale un edible arrangement, dog, made up entirely of fruit. Dog, don't waste your time with flowers. They can't eat roses. Trust me, they've tried, okay? You gotta feed the lion. That's key, compa. Hey, did you pass your citizenship test? Congratulations. You deserve chocolate-covered strawberries. Long stem preferred. Edible arrangements in East LA. They'll deliver anywhere in East LA, even the projects after dark. Yeah, that's how serious they are, right? Hit them up at 5929 Whittier Boulevard, LA, 323 832 It's a new branch, so they're hiring, bro. They need bouquet artists. Ay, ay, ay. They need delivery people. They need upper management, middle management, lower management. They need all that stuff, dog. Hit them up. Tell them Jerry G sent you for a discount on your first and second and third order. All right? Late. All right, let's wrap this up. Dodger game started, so let's make this quick, baby. We took the nail last night against the Pirates, dog, but... Urias on the mound today. We'll see how that goes. These fools, uh, Walker, Bueller, and Urias have been a little shaky this year, dog. But thanks to Anderson. Yes, Anderson. Y el pinche Gonsolin. Yes, Gonsolin. Uh, we're hanging in there. <laughs> we'll be all right. That's enough sports. That's enough sports. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, other than that, hey, Tragos Amargos is dropping on Monday. I, I hope you guys have subscribed already to Tragos Amargos podcast. And, uh, yeah, I know we said May. The commercial said May. I will, th- I will remove that commercial, okay? It's not going to be on anymore. But, uh, yeah, we just, uh, the, the editing is a lot, you know, takes a little longer than I thought, man. And shout out to Sammy for working so hard on it, dog. Um, we record for, like, about an hour, a little over an hour, and we brought it down to, like, 40, 45-minute episodes, dog. We don't want to drag that shit on too long. We want to get to the point. And uh, Sammy is a little bit of a perfectionist, and that motherfucker added some sounds, some cool sound effects, some cool little videos and stuff, memes behind us as we're talking on YouTube. And so check it out on YouTube or check it out on iTunes. Check it out on your Spotify. It's going to be in all that shit. Let us know what you think. We're starting off with Ramon Ayala, first episode. Um... I saw that he was at the L.A. County Fair this weekend, which obviously I miss. I saw some of you guys posting your stories. Uh, shout out to Evelyn Jancinto, who was out there. And uh, she got to see uh, Ramon. And I noticed that he was sitting down. They brought a stool, a chair, not even a stool, a full-on chair for him to sit as he played the accordion. So, yeah. It's getting to that, guys. It's getting to that. He's an older gentleman. We talked about this. He passed out at Border uh, Festival, Border Town, Border Labs, Border, whatever festival he was at. Um, he passed out there um, in McAllen somewhere. So he's getting up there in age, man. But the guy, um, 
looks good to me. Dog, he's still doing it. He's out there, man. And and I would encourage him to continue to perform, dog. I mean, that's the only way to go out, bro. As long as I mean, it sounds great. The singer who's singing the songs, I'm guessing is a new guy. That's not Eliseo, uh, the original singer of those hits. I know Ramon does the backup. I'm sure he does what he can, backing up. And the lead singer who looks like Eliseo, I don't think is Eliseo. He looks younger. Uh, Eliseo should be very old as well, like a Monayala type age, uh, late 60s at least. I don't think that was him. Fool. But the point is, the guy sounds just like him. When I saw Ramon Ayala in Ontario, I remember, again, I got a little drunk, I got a little lit, but I remember it was like a younger guy that was singing. Um, so I don't know if that's the same person. Anyways, I'm trying to say they sound fine. They sound good. I They sound fine. And if Ramon Ayala can continue, much success, make his money, make your money, take care of your family, dog, your legacy, fool. And it's great to see him out there, even if he, he is on a little fucking rocking chair, dog. Fuck it, dog. Um, yeah, fool. When I was uh, when I saw him in Ontario, obviously he stood up the whole time. He was standing up the whole time. And he did like, they did like an hour set, dog. So he was up on his feet for like an hour on the accordion. That shit looks heavy. Um, he didn't move much. He didn't talk much, bro. To be honest, I wonder if he was like drugged up because the the lead singer would do most of the of the talking, little saludos and this and that. And Ramon a little bit did a little bit of it, but um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast, fool. I'm a big fan of Ramon Ayala. Y los bravos del norte, y sus bravos del norte, bra. Get that shit right. Um, I didn't make it out to the county fair this year, dog. I really wanted to go and, and uh, do it, but that shit's expensive, too. It's a pasan de verga con los precios, way for real, dog. Um, yeah, that's the only reason I'm not so upset that I didn't make it out there. I did go to the ponies. I went to the horse track yesterday, Monday, fool. Uh, Santa Anita racetrack. And... Uh, I ran into some fans out there, took some pictures, shook some hands, dog. Talked to a few folks out there, got recognized a few times. It's always great to feel, uh, you know, nice out there. Appreciate the motherfuckers saying what's up. And uh, I was out there. I hadn't been to the ponies in about at least five years, dog, at least. Um, I went for an event one time out there. And then before that, I had gone with the homies. We used to go with the homies back in the day in the early 2000s, man. I used to have some homies that were really addicted to that shit. Love going to the ponies. Shout out to Roger. Shout out to my homie, rest in peace, Peter, who loved going to the ponies, dog. The homie Chewy back in the day, dog. Man, and we used to go pretty deep. JR, Kike, dog. Eric, dog. We used to go out there to the track. And uh, no, pinches pedas que nos aventábamos, wey, dollar beers, but lights, bro. And oh, I remember I yacked it out there too. Yes, I did yak it up out there. Threw up in the bathroom one time. Um, and we used to just bet on bullshit. I think I hit big one time, like a couple hundred bucks. But other than that, that was a lot of losing. And this week, I went yesterday, Monday, for Memorial Day. That's where I spent my Memorial Day. And I think that's why I didn't post much. I was going to... Entré con las ganas to post on my story, to be a little silly, have a little fun. Si entré con esas ganas. With my kids, you know. I have, I have my, 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 my girl with me. Dog. It was family day, you know. And But, you know, we got there like 
little after one, the first race had just started. We missed the first race. So we got to our seats quickly. The kids had never been there. So they're like tripping out on the whole Santanita racetrack. We go get our seats. We start betting, dog. And so once we start betting, dog, I start losing, bro. And I got my ass handed to, fool. I bet like uh, there was a total of 10 races. We saw like seven of them. We left after like the seventh race, fool. But during those seven races, I bet on six of those races. Obviously, I missed the first one. Um, and I bet an average of thirty to forty dollars a race. That's a lot. That's that's a lot, fool. Because we're talking, we're talking about dollar to two dollar bets, fool. And I did like I was doing like thirty three dollars, thirty six dollars, thirty one dollars per race, fool. And that's because I was letting all the kids gamble too, fool. I was telling them fools to choose a horse. It's on this fool, and then there's quinelas, the trifectas, the exactas, and. Pinche five horse race and future bet y que la chingada way. So I'm throwing dollars here, throwing dollars there, see what's up. Just making sure that the kids are having a good time. Que la chingada way. But it backfired on me bad, fool, cause uh I lost a lot of money. For do the math way, average of $35 a a race. And I bet on six races, dog. Ugh, I don't even want to know the math, fool. Plus the food, plus the drinks, plus the beers. Ah oh, man, I I cashed out like three winning tickets for a grand total of thirteen dollars, fool. After all that shit, so as the day went on, man, we that way I was getting a little frustrated. I went that way, like we weren't even betting right, dog. The kids were like, you know, my oldest Diego, he was into it, dog. He was googling shit, figuring it out. He got he got the gist of it because I kind of forgot how to bet on the stuff. And someone I needed a refresher course myself. So him and I were doing all the engineering and studying, and then the other kids were just doing all the fanboy and fanboy shit and picking stuff from their ass, you know, horses out of their ass. And so it was bad, fool. It was not pretty, dog. You know, I'm over here trying to make money, trying to bet on the right odds, trying to figure out what odds make me the most money, which exacta, which trifecta I can hit on, which one I can box it. Yes, none of them hit, guys. None of them. I got close a few times, but it was frustrating, fool. And as the day went on, I just got more and more frustrated, more and more upset. And I didn't even ask me, that was going to post and fuck all that shit. Yeah, I was like, you know what? This next bet, that fucking next bet. And anyways, man, yeah, it was. It, it was fun and not right. It was because you want to win. Like I, I want to feel the. The thrill of victory. Um, and at the time, you know, you're throwing out $30, $35 a raise. Fuck it, which is too much. Which is too much. You shouldn't be betting more than $10 to $15 a raise. Like $10 bucks should be about the average, dog. $10, $12. We should be putting down on different types of fucking races, on different type of bets you want to throw down. But yo me pendejaba, güey. And I let Nikki put down. So I would put like 5 bucks on this winning horse. You know, let's go $2 on this exacta. Let's do $3 on this trifecta. And then this other fool wanted one. And Diego wanted to do it this way. And then the, this other fool wanted to do it that way. And so, like, every bet was like, dude, I'll come up there and be like, $32. I'm like, $32? I, I don't think I was doing it right either. Fool. I don't think I was saying it right. And uh, and then there, I, as, as the bets went on, I would, like, raise my fucking bets trying to make my money back. And I was like, start throwing money on the favorite. Like, I'll put like five, ten dollars on the favorite. 
Perdía, güey. No, mames. Wey. Then I get greedy. I try to go like first, second, and third to show. And then I would lose that. Oh, it was bad, dude. There was a, there's a lot of sucker bets in horse races, fool. Um, but it's a trip to see all these degenerate gamblers out there. Fool. I have an uncle like that, man, that was a big-time degenerate horse track gambler, fool. And there's a lot of senores out there, fool. You could tell if you hit those way, like... Dads, fathers out there by, by themselves, fool, just betting on horses. You could tell they're betting on the whole rent, fool. I don't know, man. I don't know how they do it, dog, because I don't see a lot of winners, bro. I don't see a lot of people winning big, dog. I see a lot of losers in that motherfucker. But it was slam-packed, bro. You know, high guy, gas prices or not, you know, recession or not, It's uh, it was pretty slammed out there, dog. Uh, the dollar beers will bring them out. Dollar bills will bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. But yeah, man. Um, that's the horse track, fool. It was um, it was tough. It was fun, dog. I mean, I want to do it again. I want my kids to get older, though, so they can like at least bet some of their own money and at least give me some better, you know. Diego's really good at it. He starts studying the horses, starts reading about them, starts Googling stuff about them. So I appreciate that. You kind of do want that. And there are a lot of kids out there. There are a lot of kids, man. I know my friends who used to be, like, addicted to that shit, too. They said their parents brought them out when they were little, fool. So, you know. Nicolás hit on one of the horses. He bet on one of the horses, like, a $2 bet. Le puse, I think he won, like, $3, $4. And he swears he's a professional gambler now, fool. So we'll see how that goes, dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fool, that's how it is, dog. Uh, other than that, guys, man, just Brad Improv this week, Thursday, dog. After that, fool, I'm going to have sporadic shows here and there, staying locally, not hitting the road much. June and July kind of slows down for me, guys. The summer is a slow time for comedy, to be honest with you. Uh the hotter it gets, the warmer it gets in areas, the least people come out to shows. You know, people are out. First of all, the, the heat is so exhausting when you're out on about all day. Uh, the last thing you want to do is go out again at night. People go out camping. Pe people go out traveling. People go on vacation. The kids are home from school. Uh, it's it's not a great time for comedy. Um, June, July, even August it starts to get a little bit better. Around Labor Day, the end of August starts to get good again. Um, so I really do kind of like, uh, take a little step back myself. I do have the kids like all week. Their mom doesn't come back till next week, dog. So I have them for many days in a row. And, uh, I'll just probably, I'm probably gonna start after Brea. I'm just gonna do a lot of, uh, local stuff, Lab Factory, you know, and just stick around here for a little bit. I got a couple of fundraisers, private shows coming up as well. But other than that, guys, uh, just please keep supporting my podcast. It's not my weekend. Shout outs to all the motherfuckers who are already listening. Thank you so much. American Wannabes is still going strong, dog. Uh, next week is going to be my 100th episode. All I ask is that you motherfuckers send a question, send something that I could, you know, uh, talk shit about with you guys. Let's see where that goes. Send me a question for the 100th episode. Of course, you get a shout out and I get to answer your question. Let's make that happen. All right. I'm going to try and record earlier next week too, dog. Like on Sunday night or Monday night, fool. All right. So I don't like it because after Tuesday, I mean, I'm not pinche hueva, güey. Una hueva buena, güey. Pero, yeah, fool. I'll be at the Dodger game on Sunday. Come say what's up. Sunday day game. I should be there. And then I might try and go Saturday as well. I believe it's a bobblehead day on Saturday, dog. So if it is, I'm going to try and get tickets for Saturday game. 
And uh, I'm in town, so might as well. All in Rome, right? Fuck it. Like baby's mom all is right now. Um, yeah, whatever she's up to out there. Yeesh. All right. <laughs> Guys, that's the episode. Not my weekend podcast. Episode number 99. We're going into the three digits, motherfuckers. Thank you so much. 100 episodes of this, fool. And we're going. We keep going, dog. Fuck it. I'm down. See you guys soon. I'm out.